Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are quickly coming to the end of our examination of Psalm 119. Just a few more episodes right here. Uh, So much being said by the psalmist. So much being said by the Holy Spirit to us as to what the Word of God is. Uh, The words, the testimony, the ordinances, the commandments, the instructions, the precepts. There's several ways that it's described, right, that we've seen of late. Then also how we are to live in relationship to them. Also, a major theme that we see all the way through the psalm is that the psalmist is undergoing a time of distress. There's some hard things happening in his life. He's being persecuted. He's got enemies. He's got oppressors. He's got all sorts of things that are coming against him, those from without okay, and those from within. And so we hear that. We go, well, nothing's really changed, has it? No, it really hasn't because the same type of thing happens. But we see what he says about this. In the midst of all of it, He's not turning away from the words of the Lord. And so we've reached a new stanza today with verse 161 through 168. Let me just read this stanza to you, okay? Uh, and, you know, I haven't mentioned it lately, but um, the psalm uh, is very, very structured. And in the Hebrew, each one of these verses begins with the next subsequent Hebrew letter, okay? And so it doesn't mean anything to us, but... It does mean some things from the point of view that a lot of times we think that uh, these folks just sat down, they wrote, and then the, uh, the Spirit of the Lord moved upon them in some form or fashion, an automatic writing, and that was it. No, 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 no. Not at all. That's another subject for another time. What we can see here is that it's well thought out. It's well crafted. Okay? So here, verse 161 says this. Princes persecute me without cause, but... My heart stands in all of your words. 162. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great spoil. 163. I hate and despise falsehood, but I love your law. 164. Seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous ordinances. 165. Those who love your law have great peace, and nothing causes them to stumble. 166. I hope for your salvation, O Lord, and do your commandments. 167. My soul keeps your testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. And 168. I keep your precepts and your testimonies, for all my ways are before you. So we see in this particular stanza right here that the psalmist is giving a word of testimony. He's going, I, 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 mean, all the way through here. He's declaring some things. And he speaks of the words of the Lord, of the law of the Lord, the ordinances, okay? Uh, the commandments of the Lord, the testimonies of the Lord, the precepts of the Lord. How he will never turn from them. So in 161, we see that princes, powers that be, are persecuting him. And they're doing it without cause. Now, this isn't just some form of a kingly whining right here, okay? It was without cause. He had not done anything, apparently, for this persecution. Let me tell you what. As the life of the believer, that is more often the case than not. 
just by being who you are in the Most High God will make you a lightning rod for those who want to persecute, for those who want to oppress, for those who want to bring down the kingdom of God. But look what he says. The psalmist says, even in light of that, my heart stands in awe of your words. You know, that really is a great question for us today. What do we stand in awe, A-W-E? What do we stand in awe of? You know, if we looked at most of our lives and what we get most excited about, what we give time to, what we give resources to, what we give thoughts to, what we give conversation to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I fear that our heart would be revealed and it would not be the all of the word of the Lord, but it would be the all of, at best, the blessings of the Lord. He has blessed us with numerous things. And yes, we are thankful, we are grateful Never uh, taken for granted, okay? But what does our heart stand in awe of? What are we amazed by? Really, the idea here is this, a fear, trembling. What do we revere? What do we dread in the sense of holy dread, okay? And if it's not the word of the Lord and the Lord himself, then we need to do a little adjusting. Verse 162, it says this, I rejoice at your word as one who finds great spoil. And he mentioned this in several different ways. You know, I, I, I love your word more than I love uh, gold and silver. He said that a couple times already in the psalm. So that's what he's talking about. I'm rejoicing at your word as one who finds a great spoil, you know, a, a great uh, plunder, a great thing that was unexpected that's very worthy. So, Lord, you know my heart. I'm rejoicing in your word. Lord, you know my heart. I stand in awe of your word. Now, watch what he says in 163, 164, and we'll be done. He says, I hate and despise falsehood, but I love your law. <laughs> and we've seen this several times in the song. This very strong juxtaposition between love and hate, love and hate. And people go, well, we're not supposed to hate anybody. Not really. You don't hate the person, okay? But you do hate. Here, what he's talking about, I hate and despise falsehood. False, you know, uh, deception, lies. It actually carries the idea of a disappointment. He said, I hate it when people are lying. I hate it when people bring forth falsehood. But you know what? I love your law. The law is as opposite from a lie and a falsehood as you can get. So 164, he says this, seven times a day, I praise you because of your righteous ordinances. What does that mean? Well, it literally means <clears throat> seven times a day. It's a, it's a number, it's a time. And this is where I, uh, you'll, you'll hear me say this every now and then, uh, that I get the idea that uh, David and, and other folks worship the Lord constantly and continually, even setting aside times. It might not do us well or harm to do so. Like, you know, six o'clock in the morning, nine, noon, three o'clock, six, nine, midnight, that's seven times a day. Seven times a day, I praise you. Also, that number seven carries a certain idea, right? An idea. Everybody goes, oh, that's the number of perfection. Yeah, it depends on the context and what's going on. Yeah, but, you know, don't, don't assign that as a meaning to every time you see the number seven, right? But it does here carry the idea, I think, of a completion. Uh, seven times a day, I praise you. He's saying this, I praise you constantly, Lord. I'm praising you constantly without ceasing. Now, a lot of times people get distracted by this. They say, well, I can't do that because I have to work. No, 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 that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about hiding yourself in a prayer closet. We're not talking about 
uh, bowing the knee before the Lord. We're not talking about uh, singing. We're not all that's worthy. All that's great. But no, the attitude of heart is that you are manifesting the very presence of the Lord in everything you're doing. So if you're work, if you're dealing with people, then they are experiencing literally the awe and the wonder of the word of the Lord because you are there. We are his very temple. We are his presence. And so he's saying this seven times a day, I will praise you. Even if I'm slicing the tomatoes, okay, if I'm peeling the potatoes, I'm praising you, Lord, okay? And what I'm doing, because everything that I do is an offering of sacrifice and praise to the Most High God. So seven times a day, he says, I praise you because of your righteous ordinances. So we see in these first four verses here, the all of the words of the Lord, that we're to rejoice in the Lord, that we're to love the Lord's law, and that his righteous ordinances, that we need to be constantly, continually rejoicing and praising because of his ordinances. Tell you what, I think it would totally change the way that we live if we spent more time in the Word, and not just from the point of an academic pursuit, but Lord, change me through your Word and see what He does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.